Join us at the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies. Hey, everyone, I'm your host, Anonymous Number One. And I'm your host, Anonymous Number Two. Before we get started, don't forget to follow our Instagram and TikTok, At The Movies Podcast, for new updates, and make sure you stay tuned for a future giveaway. Yes, don't miss out. Like, this is such a fun chance for you guys to interact with us, for sure. So, for any new listeners here, we just kind of want to explain to you guys the layout of our podcast. We release two episodes every week and Thursdays are always dedicated to Thriller Thursdays as we've mentioned and then on Sundays we alternate between our spooky Sunday episode where we talk all about horror movies and then our Sunday fun day episode where we talk about our personal experiences. So as you can guess today's our Thriller Thursday episode. So let's jump right in. Alright, so like we explained in each episode, there will be spoiler alerts throughout the review, so keep that in mind. Yes. Now, without further ado, the movie that we have chosen for today's Thriller Thursday episode is... Drumroll, please. Fantasy Island. Yes. So this movie actually came out in 2020, and I think it was based on a TV show. I think so, Which is cool. So the movie stars Lucy Hale as the lead role, who has also, as you guys probably know, debuted in one of the biggest TV shows, Pretty Little Liars. Yes, I love that show. I literally used to watch it, like, all the time growing up, and I think you did too. Yeah, I watched it when I was younger, and I also just finished watching it again. Like, I rewatched it during the pandemic. Yeah, it's literally so good. It is really good. I think the first, like, three seasons were the best definitely it got a little weird after yeah, that but but loved aria who's played by lucy hale yes, so yes. i love the there's a connection there love 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 the characters <laughs> yeah anyways so anonymous 2 and i actually saw this movie together in theaters when it came yes. out i think last february during our yeah. reading week yes i think so too yes yeah, so which is funny because this is literally right before the right pandemic before hit. yeah i'm pretty sure the pandemic was like a thing but just not in canada yet yeah i don't think we had any cases yet well, i think maybe we had one so nothing was like closed like everything was just normal because we also so weird so weird to think about that yeah and we were really excited to watch this movie so we are also really excited to talk about it and to let y'all know what we think about it yes so exciting yeah so with that being said let's dive into the plot So the opening scene of the movie begins with a plane that lands on a very mysterious tropical island. So basically, a group of people get out of the plane and they are met by a man named Mr. Rourke, who they find out owns the resort that they are actually staying at. So you end up finding out that this group of people have won a contest for a stay at Mr. Rourke's resort. Now, you're probably wondering what makes the resort so special. Well, turns out that Mr. Rourke's island makes everyone's biggest fantasies come true. Which is honestly such a cool concept. It's a really cool concept. I feel like that's that's very unique. Like not not something you see in a lot of movies. So the only rules for each person is that number one, they are only allowed one fantasy. And number two, they must follow their fantasy all the way through no matter what happens in it. Which kind of gives the movie like a creepy edge from the start. Like you just don't know what your fantasy is going. Well, you kind of have an idea of what your fantasy is going to be. But like you have to follow it through, which is like so creepy. Like a little like creepy vibe to it, which at this point in time, it's not creepy for them. They like are just excited to like get into their fantasy, right? Yeah, it definitely sets the atmosphere for the movie. Yeah, for 
for sure for yeah. sure so as you meet some of the contestants you kind of find out like their backstories of mm-hmm. you know why they're there so first of all you find out that there are two brothers that came together on the plane one i think is named jd and one is named brax and they have actually come on the island because i think they're like kind of nerdy right like they're like i think not popular think or so. something yeah and so i think they're going on the island to kind of like fulfill their fantasy of like being super like rich and famous and like yeah. getting girls and stuff yes, like that yes, right yes yes yeah okay so the other contestant that comes on the island was actually a former cop and his name is patrick and he wants to come on the island because he wants to fulfill his fantasy i think of going back into the army or becoming a soldier or something like that something i think along it was, those lines he wants to become a soldier so he can yes. meet his dad again yeah like reunite with his dad yeah, yeah yeah okay so the third contestant on the island is a woman named gwen and basically she kind of wants to live out her fantasy of reconnecting with her former boyfriend i think yeah i think it was yeah. going to be her fiance yeah and she wants to mend the relationship because i think she was the reason that they broke up so she yeah. wants to like go which ahead and like, like mend the relationship really which is really sweet yeah it that's so sweet fantasy. and then finally you are introduced to melanie who is played by lucy hale and she's the lead role in the movie and it appears that her fantasy is to confront her former high school bully who you know tormented her in high school for years yeah so basically everything seems to be running smoothly at first and everybody mm-hmm. looks like they're having fun and yeah the story looks really cool yeah it's super cool yeah so the two brothers get taken to a party where they're greeted by hot girls and you know we have woman crush here <gasps> yes. her name is charlotte mckinney beautiful oh my gosh she's amazing so when sweet. we watched this in theaters we literally were like we got like boobs. we were like oh my god she looks beautiful yes she had like bit she's like literally like a blonde she had like big boobs Gorgeous. and like a really skinny waist and we're like oh my gosh this girl is like literally Wolf. so hot queen yeah yeah queen so then gwen is taken to her fantasy where her boyfriend proposes and she chooses to accept it this time yes because i think in her in like real life she rejected it when he asked her yeah and then patrick is taken back to a war scene in the 80s where he's finally reunited with his dad because his dad was killed when patrick was young yeah like when he was um fighting Uh, yeah when he was in the war yeah yeah and and also i want to preface this i think that they're aware that these fantasies are not real right or like they they are real but like only kind of on the island yeah because that kind of that we kind of get into that next with like lucy hale's fantasy yeah they know that they know that it's a fantasy and that it's just i guess to either like conquer your fear or like heal like something like that yeah so you can because yeah like we'll get into it in the literal next story like lucy hale's but like i think that's kind of the premise of like why they're there is to kind of you like you said like confront their fears or kind of heal yeah for sure like on their trauma yeah so finally now it's lucy hale's turn aka melanie she is taken to her fantasy where she reunites with her former high school bully so Mm -hmm. the bully is tied and lucy hale begins to like torture her and she's basically like behind a glass with a keyboard Mm -hmm. where she can pick what she wants to do yeah and the first type of torture is she actually sends a video of the bully cheating on her husband she sends it to the husband so he's like aware that his girlfriend aka the bully was like cheating on him yeah exactly and like i said the fantasies are not really supposed to be real but to kind of like help them heal and move past it or live out their best fantasy while they're on the island yeah but lucy hale actually figures out that the bully is actually really there like she thinks that like yeah i think she says in the movie like she thinks that the bully sloan her name's sloan by the way she thinks that it's like a hologram and she's like oh these holograms are so good fake and she's like how does it look so real like i just don't understand exactly but then she ends up finding out that it's actually real because i think there's this guy that comes in like he has like a kind of 
of like a creepy face and he comes in and he's actually like about to physically torture her like I think yeah. he like electrocutes her or something with water and then she like bangs in the glass and she's like oh my gosh this is mm-hmm. actually real and she's like what is going on like I didn't think this is actually real and so she manages to like untie her and yeah. escape like I think she hits the guy with something over the head yeah and then she unties Sloane her bully and then they escape and she's like what is happening like I didn't think this is actually real so she's definitely shocked at this point yeah it definitely gets super crazy and I think as a watcher you're you just want to understand like what's happening what is this island all about it definitely gets really mysterious yeah for sure so after this event occurs it seems like there is a very like dark twist on the island yeah and on top of what Melanie just went through the all of the contestants actually start seeing this like image of like a dead burnt corpse do you remember do you remember watching there's like a guy yeah it's like this guy who's like burnt and they just keep seeing him in like the background like I think Patrick sees him in the jungle yes and then and then I think JD and Brax see it like at the party somewhere yeah, so all of them see are yeah. seeing this like this like reoccurring thing so there's definitely like a dark twist that's happening on the island so later on Gwen the woman who got proposed to again she wakes up and she finds out that she actually has a child with the guy she said yes to marry yeah, like the fantasy guy the yeah. fantasy guy yeah this is all like their fantasy like this whole movie is basically about their fantasy yeah. so mm-hmm. then you soon discover that this is not her actual fantasy and she is like hiding a secret so mm-hmm. and she- this is kind of where the movie like takes a turn a bit yeah so she basically ends up meeting with mr rourke and explains that she's been giving the wrong fantasy because that's not what she wanted mm-hmm. and she wants to go back in time and stop a fire that started from happening at her old apartment building and this mm-hmm. fire ended up causing the death of a young man named nick yeah oh my god i forgot to reveal that so early on yeah they did they what did the heck? That, like really early on i know i know and we'll get into that in a bit but like this was revealed pretty early on and it was like a pretty big twist because i forgot about that you're right i remember her walking into it being like that's what i want to (gasps) do yeah do you remember yeah because you don't think that you think that she's like you think she's like really happy with like her fantasy but and honestly i think it's really cute because like i know she's so happy when he proposes i know but i think she wakes up and she she's like that's not what i want the kid yeah and she's like that's not what i wanted and this isn't real like this isn't yeah so she knows it's not gonna last so she basically wanted to go back in time you're right yeah so she just wanted to save a life which is also like so nice i know she i i actually really liked her character me too really liking her me too yeah. same here all right so because she obviously wanted to change her fantasy mr o'rourke was kind of hesitant about this and you end up finding out that the people on the island had to live out their fantasies like he said in one of the rules because that was the only way he was able to see his dead wife so yes. i think what happened he lived on the island with his wife or something and then she got sick i think and then she passed away and there was some like magical fountain in the island and so when people live out their fantasies he's able to keep this fantasy of his wife alive so exactly that's kind of why people have to live it out to the fullest yeah but he ends up agreeing to her changing her fantasy because i think part of the thing of the island is that you need to live out your real fantasy so yeah. she was kind of like hiding it and like she was hiding the fantasy that she wanted mm-hmm. to actually live exactly. out so i think that's why he let her change her fantasy yeah and like basically to put it i guess in easier terms like the island kind of has like superpowers mm-hmm. yeah which is why you're able to experience your fantasy exactly I guess. exactly yeah. it's, it's definitely like a it's um, a really cool concept i will i definitely really yeah. liked how it was on an island yeah it's kind of like a fantasy thriller like it's yeah, for sure you know, it's, it's, for it's sure. not logical like obviously it's not like real life like it, it would like something that would happen in real life do you know no. what i mean like the the other movies we've reviewed yeah. but but it is definitely a cool idea so the next part i'm going to be talking about is definitely like probably the, the biggest the twist mm, maybe the, kind of i would say the twist there's another twist that we'll talk about in a bit as well but this is definitely like a big twist that kind of connects all the characters together so definitely pay attention to this or 
if you don't want to know, maybe skip past a little bit. But this is definitely one of the most important parts of the movie yeah, if you do want to sure. hear about it. So basically, it is soon revealed that the whole group are connected with one another, like I was just mentioning. So in Gwen's fantasy, she actually ends up going back in time to when the night of the fire occurred. Mm -hmm. And she sees that on this night, she was obviously the one who caused the fire by leaving, I think, her kettle. She, like, left the kettle she on left in something the stove. On, yeah. yeah, she left something on in her apartment building. So she lived in an apartment. And when she was going to leave, or when she was going up to her unit that was set on fire, she remembers seeing JD and Brax coming down the stairs. Yeah. And I think what ended up happening is that JD was the roommate of Nick, the guy that ended up dying from the fire. And he was going back up to check on him. But then his brother was like, no, 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 you need to come back downstairs. Mm -hmm. And then also she remembers seeing the cop because he was a cop during this time. Yeah, Patrick. which is Patrick, yeah. And I think his crewmates were telling him to go in, but he like froze up and he didn't end up going in the building because he was supposed to, mm -hmm. but he didn't end up doing it. Yeah. He was like, no, 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 I'm waiting for backup. So he didn't yeah. end up going in the building. When it was on fire? And when it was on yeah. fire, yeah. yes. And then it was revealed that Lucy Hale was supposed to go on like a setup date or whatever with Nick. Yes. But she canceled last minute because she got sick. Yeah. So that's kind of how all their stories like tie together. So basically throughout the movie and once they're like going through their fantasies, they realize mm -hmm. that the island is not what it seems. Yeah. And it's just and super I think sus they, and sketchy. Yeah. Because like they realize their connection together. So they're like, this is like really weird. Like I don't think we should be here if like yeah. all our stories are connected. It might like mess with the fantasy. And I think some of the fantasies almost like interlap. I remember. Yes, they did. They yeah, did. like they kind of like interconnect and just yeah. go into another's fantasies, which wasn't it just wasn't working happen. out. Yeah. Yeah. And so then basically like they figure out this like mountain has this yeah. fountain and basically they're all headed there to destroy this fountain because that's kind of where all the fantasies are stored it's kind of yes. like the heart of the island yeah. yeah now this is one of the other big twists so mm -hmm. if you don't want to hear it just skip a bit ahead yeah. and listen to our likes and dislikes yes so now finally once they've reached the mountain it's revealed by mr rourke that they're all actually in lucy hale's fantasy yeah so basically she was supposed to go on a date with nick the night of the fire but she backed out because of self-doubt caused by her former bully so she lied sloan. about yes yeah, sloan so she lied about yeah. being sick yeah what she wanted to do was basically to seek revenge on everyone for yeah. like ruining her chance at love which like she's even the one who backed out no it was really weird like this is when she, she started gets getting like, like creepy and like she gets weird. like really creepy so she never met this guy i don't think like i think she met him once like it shows like a flashback it's literally and she so met him random. once like yeah like they weren't dating like they weren't like it wasn't anything crazy yeah. and like she's basically blaming everyone for killing him and, and it's funny because she that what they said in the movie if if she went on a date with him he wouldn't have been there and he probably wouldn't have killed got killed by the fire so technically it was her fault but i think she so true do you know what i mean but yeah she had all this self-doubt she just like put it like she put it on other people so she wanted to blame everyone but herself so she literally blamed everyone else and was like they're yeah. the reason i'm not in love and i'm not mm -hmm. happy so i need to seek revenge on them so i yeah. think that was kind of like the big twist so like we said she ends up going like a little bit crazy and she ends up stabbing the former cop and then tries to like kill everyone else but at a last minute attempt to like save everyone her former bully sloan ends up drinking i think she drinks like 
the fountain water. Yeah. And it, like, I don't know what that, I don't know why it works, but she basically drinks it. And I think Mr. Rourke is like, you have to, like, say a fantasy out loud or, or say something. And so she drinks it and then says, like, I wish that Melanie and Nick could be together. Yes. And so basically, Nick, like, the corpse of Nick, who ends up being the corpse that they all saw before. Remember how we talked about how they saw, yep. like, a corpse? Yep. So the corpse of Nick ends up coming out of the fountain and grabs Lucy Hale and, you know, brings her into the fountain. So, you know, that's kind of, like, how they resolve the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And she ends up going off with her lover. And, <laughs> exactly. you know, I mean, there you go. She gets to be with him in the end. So that's good, I guess, for her. Yeah, so basically, you know, at the end, some of the survivors leave. And then Mr. Rourke decides that he's not going to do this as a business anymore because yeah. it's not, like, very nice, no. obviously. He just, he kind of, like, self-reflects and is like, I yeah. need to just move on. I need to heal. And, like, exactly. me having my wife around, like, as, like, a fantasy is not going to help me do that. Yeah. So I need yeah. to just move on and, like, not put people through Yeah, hell. and so basically the movie kind of just zooms out from the island and yeah, it's pretty much... And that's end. it. Yeah. yeah. But, however, though, I do also want to say we are not going into small specific details about the movie. Yeah. Like, we're just trying to give you all an overview so you can kind yeah. of get an idea of what it's about. Just the main the main story. Exactly. And I feel like, like, we went over a lot, but also if you have never seen this movie and you wanted to watch it, there is a lot of details we left out. Like, yeah, we, and there's so too. There's so much back and forth. It just wouldn't make sense for, for us sure. to explain it all so i feel like if you go and you go and watch the movie there's a lot of things we didn't mention so you know you might be surprised still so that's definitely something to consider for sure All right, so now we're going to be getting into our likes and dislikes portion of our episode. So I think we kind of came to a unanimous decision that we are going to start with our dislikes. Yeah. Just because, spoiler spoiler alert, <laughs> there are more dislikes than there are likes, I feel yes. like, from both of us. Yes. So just to kind of start things off, I think that one of the biggest disappointments for me was that the acting was just not up to par to what I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. especially because I think you told me this it was the same directors as producer as Get Out as and Get Halloween Out, which were both incredible movies yeah. we'll probably end up reviewing those one For day sure but I just was so disappointed like and I, I think what was that wasn't it produced by like Blumhouse or something wasn't that yeah, like the Blumhouse or Blumhouse, Blumhouse. I don't know how you say yeah it, yeah and, and usually Blumhouse or Blumhouse or whatever, they come out with really good movies. Really so, good movies. So, you know, I had pretty high expectations for the yeah. acting. And I feel like the acting, I don't know if you agree with me, but I feel like the acting at first was, like, okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like the first half of the movie was okay. Like, and I think some of the acting was good. Like, I, I really liked Gwen. Like, I liked I Gwen's really character. I really liked Gwen. I feel like J.D. and Brax were kind of... They're kind of jokes, but it wasn't, like, it, anything they were, they crazy. They were jokes, but it was kind of, like, a little bit of, like, kiddie, like, younger acting. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't, like, super, like, professional. And then I think with Lucy Hale, she started off really good. Like, she was fine. Like, I, I connected with her character, but I was just used to her being in, like, Pretty Little Liars, and she was just so good in those kinds of she things. I know. She honestly was so good in Pretty Little Liars. Like, it doesn't even compare. No, and, and she right. just wasn't as good in this, and I found yeah. that, like, in the end when she turned evil, like, it I feel like so it was just... It was so weird. No, it was so It just so didn't weird. suit her. Like, I feel like for her, like, she's just in she most just turned into, of the like, things... She just into, like, a psycho. Like, it was just so weird. Yeah, and in most of the movies or shows she plays in, I feel like she's just, like, a very nice character in that that right. role suits her really well however i don't think the role of like being like a scary like evil person yeah. suited her at all like i didn't connect to it like i just but you know what maybe that's what they're trying to do is to like kind of trick you as a viewer so you wouldn't think that she yes. could be the bad one yeah exactly and and you know i think it worked for a little while but like her being the bad character i just was like okay yeah. this isn't scary like i wasn't yeah you know what i mean like it, i wasn't like scared or on the edge of my seat i was like okay she's no i know like, a little bit mean. weird yeah you know yeah for sure 
And then on top of that, I think I will say that the ending was honestly so predictable. Like, I think we Oh my god. Literally, as soon as they showed the guy in the corpse, and then as soon as they said yeah. that somebody died in the building, literally me and Anonymous 2, like, put it together oh, yeah. on our seat. Like, we are watching, we're like, oh my yeah. god, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, and we've said it. in other episodes, like, we've said in other episodes, Anonymous 1 is, like, really good at predicting usually, and I'm not very good at predicting endings. Yeah. But for me, I knew straight away when Gwen said to Mr. Rourke oh I need to fulfill this fantasy yes. of like this night when the fire happened and then once you found out how their stories were connected I was like right away I was like that is so weird that Lucy yep. Hale yep. just so happened to not be there that night yep. like she was the only one that wasn't in the building it was so and obvious. it just seemed sus like it seemed really like it was su- suspect s- yes but we didn't want to believe that because we we're like that's literally so obvious that they wouldn't make it so maybe true maybe they made it so it's so obvious that it that that's just like you wouldn't think yeah. that it would happen but then it just ends up happening but it was just so obvious I didn't want to believe that that was going to happen and then it ended up happening and we were like we literally knew from because I think there was like a literal like hour left after you found out that big twist like that initial twist and so for yep. a whole hour we just knew what was going to happen and we were just waiting for it pretty much yes we were waiting for it which was honestly kind of annoying and then finally I think for me what did it for me was the CGI just was <laughs> yeah. not good and I think like the budget for the movie was like I could pretty be wrong decent. but I think it was pretty decent like it was a it was a decent budget they hired like a good cast like yeah there was well-known people in it yep. and so i was expecting the cgi to be like okay right. but i remember like the scene where like the corpse comes uh, out and like grabs lucy weird. hale and the like brings her in so the fountain weird. i was like okay this honestly like reminds me like i think you're about to say in your likes or whatever it's like scooby-doo like it yeah. like but, that, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say but that. the scooby-doo i don't mind the cgi being weird because that's what like it's a kid movie right but mm-hmm. this is like an adult movie yeah, i was like and okay, it's like a thriller slash whore that's exactly. what they labeled it as and i think like that took away the scary aspect for me like i was just like okay this is kind of like i don't know it's just not scary anymore like I just I wasn't feeling it yeah no and I totally agree with you pretty much my dislikes are literally the exact same like I'm gonna say the same about the acting started off really good you know Mm -hmm. just really strong and then it just kind of got weird like I didn't really like some of the characters the way they went about their story slash acting just wasn't that good like the Lucy Hale whole part of her becoming a psycho randomly like was just so weird yeah it was really random I really 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 liked her character at the beginning when she was like same 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 standing up to her bully and stuff and then she saved her I was like okay that's cool but then she it just got too weird i didn't like it It was weird yeah yeah sure and then like anonymous 2 said we predicted the ending it was just so easy and we literally predicted together like halfway through watching it we were just discussing our theories and which ones are gonna be and then we put it together like a little puzzle like it was so easy yeah and i feel like i also had a feeling that they were all connected like why would they just randomly be on this island i feel like those types of movies when there's no one around and there's just a couple characters there's always some Mm -hmm. sort of connection so exactly i already had a feeling that there's gonna be a connection so i was thinking okay what is the reason as soon as they yeah. set a fire someone died i was like okay obvious that's just yeah giver. exactly you know exactly so true yeah all right so now we are going to be getting into our likes of the movie so for me i will say i think the one thing that i really appreciated about this movie is that it was pretty different like it was a pretty mm-hmm. unique concept like we were i think we mentioned this before but i've never seen a movie no. like that ever it was just it, it was so cool if they just executed it better, better that's what I, it yeah, probably would have been so 
good. There was just these very important aspects that were missing from the movie that I was like, oh my gosh. But even the storyline, the storyline, how they all connected, that was really cool. Mm -hmm. They just went about it the wrong way. So I think that's one thing I really like about the movie. And honestly, I will say like, if you, if you're watching it, like you'll probably feel the same way. You're, you know, you're going to be feeling like, okay, this is a unique idea. I've never seen this. It's very original. So I will give it that for sure. No, for sure. I have a couple likes about this movie that I will get into. So like Anonymous 2 said, very cool creative concept it's not your typical like paranormal scary house or like serial killer not at all yeah it was definitely a very cool concept but poorly executed yeah like i did like the idea that they were on an island and like anonymous you said like it reminded me of like scooby-doo and like that Mm -hmm. island movie when they go into the island yeah and that's just that's also one of my favorite movies i love that movie vibe you know so it's like oh that's so cool they did that with a thriller like what's gonna be the twist you know yeah and you think it's gonna be such a good plot but Mm -hmm. then you watch and you're like oh they just execute it really weirdly right but i also like the idea of actually living out your fantasy like maybe something you could do differently Uh like i liked how you know lucy hale wanted to confront her bully or like Mm -hmm. gwen wanted to get married yeah Um, patrick wanted to reconnect with a lost parent and i think a lot of people can relate to the different fantasies of each character like there's some really relatable moments i don't know if you will relate to the character itself like Mm -hmm. some characters i just didn't really like their Mm -hmm. persona in the movie yeah but the fantasy itself i I think you can definitely exactly. relate because they're, yeah, they're different. Not they're all fetched. different. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like something crazy like, oh, I want to, you know, go on Mars. <laughs> it's yeah, like, exactly. They're like real. It's exactly. real life. Real life. Which I, I definitely sure. like that concept. That's a good point. That's a good point yeah. for sure. And also, after watching the movie, I was kind of like, oh, what would my perfect fantasy be? Or like, what would I go back and do almost, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it makes you reflect a little bit on that. That's but good. I wouldn't really say it's like that deep. Uh-huh. If that I makes feel sense. that. Do you know what I mean? I feel that. I think we definitely left the movie being like disappointed. Oh, we were really we disappointed because we really yeah. had such high hopes. Like, yeah, we wanted to like it so yeah. bad, and we were talking about mm-hmm. it for like weeks before so long. that. Yeah, and we'll get into that in our next section yes. too. Yes. Yes. All right, so now we are going to get into our final ratings of the movie. So just to kind of give you guys a brief overview, this movie was rated 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So honestly, not the best ratings, but like we said before, we'll give it a chance because I feel like Rotten Tomatoes can be really harsh. Yeah. If I was Rotten Tomatoes, Um, I think I would give it maybe 15% to be fair. (laughs) Yes. Like honestly, same. Honestly, same. Like I don't think it was that, like I literally don't think it was like a seven out of a hundred. No. I think it was, it was okay, but not great like that's yeah. that's how i'll say it so i think for my final rating i would probably give it a generous five out of ten yeah i was debating between a 4.5 and a five same but same, i think same, same. i think i've seen a lot of way worse low budget movies that would like kind of get more of like a fair yeah. 4.5 yeah, rating so that's honestly so fair like i said i liked the concept i liked the idea it was very unique mm-hmm. but i didn't really have a chance to connect with the characters like i just felt like there's just something about it i couldn't connect yeah. with them mm-hmm. and i had such high expectations going into it like i mentioned before oh God, the know. ads for it yep. looked so good like they gave you all like the yeah they give you like all the best snippets and teasers so you know i was literally hyping myself up about it for like two weeks before we went to see it so i I think it definitely did not meet my high expectations and like i said it was predictable and there's nothing worse than a super predictable movie like you can be predictable yeah but don't be like having me guess the entire ending like we literally guess i know like the specific details which i don't like because then it's like oh just kind of no fun in that i there's no point in watching the rest of the movie because i I literally predicted it so for sure i think that's that that i definitely stick by a five out of ten for my rating see i'm really debating between 
a 4.5 and 5, but I was also mm-hmm. leaning towards a 5, just mm-hmm. because, like you said, there are way worse movies out there, and you know what, I think the whole concept of the fantasy does kind of bump it up to a 5, because yes, it's just such sure. a different concept, mm-hmm. but I will say, though, the trailer looked so good, like Anonymous 2 said, and we were, like, talking about it for so long, and I guess, yeah. I mean, you know, kudos to them for actually making you think it was, like, the craziest thriller of the year, it wasn't I mean, really. they probably made a lot of money, for sure, they did that, and they made it look so good, they so. made it look good honestly unbelievable like i was looking at oh my god this looks so amazing i'm so excited to, to know about it it looks like it has a good twist but it was yeah this was one of the movies that was just so overhyped like yes, compared to colonia sure. that was super underrated yeah this movie's so overhyped. overrated overrated yeah for sure yeah and what also surprised me is in the trailer they said it's the same producer as get out and halloween which are obviously mm-hmm. such great movies get out especially is like unbelievable such good movies so you think oh my god if it's the same producer it's probably gonna be unbelievable yeah so we just expected so much more and it was just kind of a letdown. Like you have mm-hmm. such high expectations going into this movie because of the hype and because it was made by Blumhouse once again and like they usually have really good thriller horror movies mm-hmm. but you know, we're not gonna get all deep down and again, like we already kind of told you what we think about it. So yeah, exactly. Like, just didn't meet our standards. Feel, yeah. And I was just gonna add one thing where I think in general for movies, they have a really cool concept, a really cool idea, plot, mm-hmm. but then the way the movie is executed is usually mm-hmm. pretty poor. Like it's not yeah. done the right way and I think that's what makes it really hard for a movie to be successful like I think that's where a lot of movies fail is in the execution you know you have to really like get the acting the storyline and the filming all right together just because you have a good plot doesn't mean that the movie is going to be great exactly it needs needs to be everything things but you know I'm also just saying this as like my personal opinion Mm -hmm. as a viewer and like a movie lover you know what I mean I'm not saying that's like from a director's perspective or anything like that. if I'm being honest like you know I feel like maybe if you're like younger like maybe in high school or something like that and you're first starting out with like thriller fantasy movies i feel like this movie you could end up liking it like maybe you won't yeah no for sure yeah i think if you're really 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 starting out but i wouldn't say i mean you know there was only a couple of creepy scenes that were yeah in the mountain but it wasn't that scary like it was one of those like the visit that we reviewed i honestly closed my eyes for some of for sure same here even colonia i found like it was a little bit more disturbing or scary colonia was a little bit definitely heavier to watch this is like a pretty easy light it's so easy to watch so it's nothing so so maybe if you want to like yeah if you want to watch like more of a light-hearted like fun movie that's what i will say it is fun it's definitely like a fun movie like yeah and it, there's, there's a lot of like comedic relief too yes with the two brothers because yeah they're pretty for jokes. sure so you know what if if you want to start out with something easy simple a nice fun movie then maybe this is your vibe but i think for us we just have watched so many movies yeah. so so it just didn't meet a lot of the expectations that we had definitely not <laughs> All right, now we're going to be jumping into a fun little segment that we do each episode where you ask us a question through Instagram and we make sure to answer it. So for today's episode, the question is, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, I like this, this question. Is, I know. I feel like I love this question because I know that we are both huge foodies. So huge foodies. We legit. love our food. <laughs> we literally text all the time about new foods and stuff. So this is definitely a fun question for us. I honestly, that is such a hard question. It's really hard because I feel like we love so many uh, things. So many things. I think I have a toss-up between two different things. The first one being nachos because, oh my God, as yes. you know, right now I am literally eating yes. a plate of nachos 
so as I did for lunch today as well. Oh my god, I love that. But if I'm being honest, I'd say that the one food item I could not live without is butter chicken. So good. Oh, it's literally so good. I love butter chicken. And I think the reason for this is because my parents, when I was younger, they used to order butter chicken every single night when my sister and I would go to bed because they wanted like a little date night. So they would order it like on a Friday night or whatever. And I remember one night I crept downstairs after I had like fallen asleep and I was like, what is that smell? Like, I want to try it. And they're like, I don't know if you'll like it. And I tried it. And literally from that second on, I've been so in love with it. So that's now my tradition. I have it every Friday night. So I'd say that's definitely one food I could not live without. Oh my God, I love it. How about you? Now, I'm definitely more of a savory person. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go with... I don't know. It's really hard to choose. I honestly had to think about it for a bit. I think I'm going to go with sushi just because I feel like exactly. And I feel like it's a little bit versatile. Like there's so many Mm -hmm. different kinds. Like some have shrimp, some have salmon, some have tuna. It's just like crab meat. It's so different. You know what? That's so true because you would never get bored of it. Like there's just so many things, so many things to switch it up. Right? There's like unagi, there's eel. Mm -hmm. Like there's just so many different combinations. And fun fact, I think when I was like 11, I went to a sushi place and I actually got food poisoning and I didn't (gasps) eat sushi for like three years after that no but way. was this what? in canada yeah yeah oh, it was that's so cool. which is crazy it was with my mom and like one of her friends that's funny. and i remember after like a couple years i randomly just kind of craved sushi mm-hmm. and my mom bought it and i was like whoa i love sushi again and i could eat it you know when you get like food poisoning oh, yeah, yeah. you can't eat a certain oh. food for a long time oh that's literally like me with this one specific like cookie you can't that i used it? to eat no way and i threw up after it and oh i literally my God. cannot eat yeah. it i can't so after that and then obviously ever since it's been fine and like mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with sushi i love it so much but i was also though debating between shawarma like a chicken shawarma plate i always get that after the bar i always you and my boyfriend my boyfriend is obsessed same with my boyfriend yep 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 honestly that's such a go-to choice as well and i agree with you i think it's definitely like after the bar club like it's so shawarma is just the best and you know what's funny i actually watched this show geordie shore which is Mm -hmm. an england show it's like a reality tv show yeah and they do the same thing they eat shawarmas every time they come I'm home from the club so i it's don't just disagree because on you i love that. the combination of flavors you i know, agree it's, it's the I same agree. with kind of like butter chicken there's just such a good amount of exactly. flavor it's not like plain it's really it's not bland yummy not bland exactly. i don't like bland food i like when there's no, like no, no. salt or like pepper spices like i really yeah. like that but you know what's funny is that i'm usually like a sweet person so it's funny like you, you yeah were saying you that. are you're like oh i'm you a have savory such person. a sweet tooth for and sure i'm such a sweet tooth but like it's funny that the food i would pick is like butter chicken i know when you said i was like oh wow i'm surprised i thought you'd say like cookie dough or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But imagine yeah. that's all I eat every day. No. Like, that couldn't be yeah. sustainable. I definitely so. need, like, a balance for sure. So, I would exactly. either... I guess I'd go with sushi and then... Yeah. Like, my second one, I'll say Yes. Because, like... It's Close just, second. It's too hard Close to second. just pick one, you know? So. Agreed. Yeah. And now it's time for the shout-out for this episode. Woo! So today's shout-out goes to Lil Madame Art. Thank you so, so much for following and supporting us. We honestly really appreciate it. Also, side note, she actually does amazing digital prints, and they're so cute, so make sure you go and follow her and check out her work. Now, if you want a shout-out in the next episode, make sure you're following us on our Insta. 
All right, so that wraps it up for today's Thriller Thursday episode. We hope that you all enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at The Movies Podcast and let us know what you thought of this episode and make sure to interact with us to be featured on a future one. Also, make sure to leave a review after today's episode and leave us a five-star rating if you liked us. Yes, and we also have bloopers at the end of each episode, so make sure you don't miss it and you stick oh to the gosh. end. Oh my gosh, it's literally the best part of every episode. It's we hilarious. always say this. Make sure it's you listen. It's so fun. And with that being said, we'll see you next time at the movies. No, 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 no. Give away it. No. Why am I laughing? Should I just redo it? No. For her. For her. For Can you hear the background noise still? In 2020. Oh my god, why did I say that's so weird? Uh, name Mr. O'Rourke. No, his name is not Mr. O'Rourke. It's Rourke. The dog, the dog. Do you hear it? I hear the dog. I've actually won a... Co- no, have I said actually too much? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna say proposal. Like, what? Proposal. <laughs> so bad. What? Can you hear any background music? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like opera. Stay, oh, like, I feel like this outro is bad. I feel like- I don't know for what. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, that's fine. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brain's just like dead now. I know. <laughs> <laughs>